Talk and Trades, your tool to building a new career with the Ori Georgetown Home Builders Association. Right, right now on the Liz Callaway Show with Mick Summer, only on Talk 94.5. That's right. We have partnered with Ori Georgetown Home Builders Association to bring you up to date. So we talk trades. So we're talking trades and we are partnering with them uh, twice a month. And we have a special guest every time we do this segment. And she's back. Lieutenant Governor Pamela Evett. Good morning again. <laughs> Good morning, Liz. And you know what? I'm just going to throw it out there. I can't believe I didn't say Nicolina. I can't believe it came out Nicolette. <laughs> Oh, so you, so Nick, call Nicolina. She is going to get a very special, I'm sorry, gift from her lieutenant governor. I can't believe it. I say her name all the time. You know, I know, I know you do. I know. I wasn't worried. We had but I felt, it. I feel terrible. But so tell her, I, I'm going to Mia Copa. Ain't no problem. I know. I know. We were teasing you. That's okay. I know you were. No, no, no. It's it's all good. I would have teased you guys too, please. Hey, so I don't take listen, I got, a, I got a call from Nicolina's school and apparently she's been in the corner crying all morning because you messed oh. up. Her. No, I'm kidding. There's, there's, there's the knife right in the little rib. I get it. I get Come it. on. All right. So what do you want to share, us, uh, share with us on behalf of the Ori Georgetown Home Builders Association and all their hard work? in uh, building the trades uh, community here? Well, you know, I want to thank the home builders. They are, you know, they are a great resource for me. I love working with them. I work with them all over the state, was with their people at the national level in Puerto Rico, where we were with the National Lieutenant Governors Association talking about why we have to encourage our kids to get back in the trades. And, you know, we've talked about this a lot, Liz. Um, it's really changing the minds and the hearts parents and grandparents and guidance counselors into why this is so important, right? And we know we live at the beach. It gets very warm. I mean, who's the most sought after, most beloved guy in the world in the summer is our mm -hmm. HVAC guy, right? Yes. Uh, <laughs> if he's not there, we're all very upset. Absolutely. And so it, it's just making um, parents, because it's not kids understand that these are great paying, high demand jobs that will lead to a successful career and successful life for your children. Mm -hmm. And I think that is the message of the home builders is trying to say, we have a need, we have a housing shortage. We talk about it all the time across our state in every sector of our state, we have a housing shortage. Um, and it's, it's for a lot of reasons, right? This, we, you saw the, the governor announced, and, and I shared yesterday, according to the census, based on percentage, South Carolina is the fastest growing state in the nation. Mm -hmm. um, people are coming here. They're retiring here. They're coming here to work. They're coming here for a good life. So part of our, our housing shortage has to do with that. We have a big influx of people coming. Um, we also have a decrease in trades. And so... Um, you know, we have used, I've used my platform, have worked with the home builders, have worked with our technical colleges, and we are making great strides at putting a dent in this. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and I know that a lot of people, um, you know, when nowadays it's becoming more and more, uh, you know, people are talking more freely about the opportunities and the careers and the life you can build. But, you know, uh, I it, it really drove the point home when I when I went on a tour and we took a tour of the Ori Georgetown 
uh, technical college uh, site that they have, the Mechatronics site across the street from uh, the original HGTC campus. And it's, um, you know, it's really a clean, highly technical job using computers and technology and math. And it's always on the cutting edge. And you leave these technical colleges after literally touching the actual equipment and using and mastering this um, like CAD drawings and all sorts of stuff, 3D printing. I went to Tyson Signs, and I mean, it's unbelievable the operation they have there. And, uh, you know, you can use that graphic design, the artistry. You can have a different type. You don't have to sit in a cubicle. You don't have to sit in an office. It's it's a different uh, thing. So, you know, and quite frankly, Lieutenant Governor, there's not everybody's cut out to work in an office uh, or, I mean, I certainly wasn't, Um, you know, I've always worked different types of jobs. And so uh, there are people that look for a lifestyle when they're looking for work. And so you have to weigh and measure all of that. You know, a lot of people say, you know, I, I studied to be this, but I couldn't see myself sitting there every day, you know, in the office. Um, and then I went and did this instead. So if you would have had just those opportunities presented to you, you might have saved yourself some time and chose the right one out of the gate. Well, Liz, you're completely right about that. You know, um, I first became Lieutenant Governor, I sat down here with Cor- Chris Corley, and he owns Corley Plumbing, Corley Electrical. And he, he, he said, listen, he said, from my vantage point, a lot of my people have gone to college because they were told that was their only path to success. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They got a general degree, whether it just be in something but a non-specific degree. They came out, couldn't find a job, couldn't find a good-paying job, you know, because they were starting in the in the low 30s, um, which is not bad, but if you're a young person, you have college debt, and you're trying to pay rent at $1,500 a month, and pay your utilities and and try to have a life, it was becoming very difficult. And he said, and most of them came to me uh, and said, I don't like what I'm doing. I don't like sitting in an office, exactly what you said. Mm -hmm. He said, I hire them. I put them through trade school. Wow. And then they, they come out, they're now making six figures and becoming a plumber or electrician has, is now paying off the student loans on the four-year college debt that really they never (laughs) wanted. right. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, but everybody told them they needed, right? Right. So I think you hit it right on the head that we need to to understand that our trades are not, I call it the three Ds, dirty, dark, and dangerous. Mm -hmm. Because my dad was a tool and die maker, right? Um, My mom's father worked in a steel mill. And so, you know, you go back in the day, my mom's 95, when my son, my middle son, Joey, wanted to go to technical college and not go to four-year college, to her, it was scary. Like, what is he going to do? Because that is the picture that people have in their mind, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to go, they're going to get a mechatronics degree, they're going to work in a a factory, that's going to be dirty, dark, and dangerous. They don't realize that the factories that today, like you said, they're high tech. Mm-hmm. They're clean. They're air conditioned, and it's fun to work there. Everywhere, I mean, it is. It's fun to see the fruits of your labor, and it's like creative. It's artistic in many ways, and you know, welding 
is an art. It really is. It is. And um, I, I just, uh, I, I love that kind of stuff. And I, I guess I was always a fan of those, you know, those uh, shows like Mike Rowe shows. And he's a big supporter of trades and working with your hands. And there's something to be said about that. And, you know, that's not for everybody either. But um, the the real moral of the story is you can make a wonderful career for yourself that is enjoyable. It's not only just about the money. Um, and it's good to know that these jobs are really good paying careers, but uh, it is about job satisfaction and and having pride in your work and whatever floats your boat. It could be boat building, for goodness sakes. You're, you're absolutely right. And, you know, we have 28 boat builders here in South Carolina. So much so, and I want to give a big shout out to Ori Georgetown Tech because Dr. Four there, she is an innovator. Right, so um, they had an outboard motor um, curriculum at Ori Georgetown, and when I met with the boat builders two years ago, and they said we could hire 250 people today. Mm, These were wow. over multiple companies, uh-huh. and that's 25, 28 dollars an hour with benefits and time off and a great environment. And I said, "So, what do you need?" They're like, "We need workers." He said, if we could, we're so desperate, if we could get somebody that can read a tape measure and use a drill, mm-hmm. we, we would hire them and do the rest. But we need, we need somebody to train them because it's an art. I mean, a boat starts out in a box with a roll of fiberglass. Right. And, um, and so, you know, I connected them with Dr. Ford, Ori Georgetown Tech. And we have our first boat builder curriculum. The Boating Association wrote the curriculum. Dr. Four embraced it because she knew we had a big need, and it started this year. And um, you know, the boat builders are super happy, and that's why South Carolina is thriving in advanced manufacturing, in trade mm-hmm. things, because our technical colleges will build the workforce that industry needs. And so, you know, again, pairing pairing our technical colleges, they are the secret sauce to a lot of our success when it comes to businesses coming here. And so, but you're right. Boat building is amazing. And these, what what I try to tell people when I talk and and I'm going to say it over and over again, and anybody who's heard me talk knows I get passionate about it. Mm -hmm. South Carolina's fingerprints stretch all over the globe. Right. And so in the upstate, we are building more BMWs than anywhere in the world. Those are South Carolina's fingerprints. We're building F-16 Block 70s in Greenville with Lockheed Martin, keeping our ourselves and our allies safe all over the globe. Those are South Carolina's fingerprints. When you talk about our boat builders, they're building boats for princes and kings across the globe. South Carolina's fingerprints. That's what the trades do. The trades take South Carolina's fingerprints and they spread them all over the globe. And that's why we should be so happy about what we're doing. That's why parents, kids, guidance counselors should feel so passionate about the amazing work we're doing. I could go on and on with how we're impacting the world right here in South Carolina because we're embracing that. And Lieutenant Governor, I found out something truly shocking that I did not know that this happens in South Carolina, and you probably know, but we don't talk about it enough. And you were talking about young people finding their way. Well, if you are a resident of South Carolina over 60 60 and older, you can take classes 
um, at state colleges free. <laughs> it's yeah. a South Carolina yeah. law. It says here, seniors can generally take any class offered, but many colleges also have specialized senior learning programs. You have to contact um, the institution to find out exactly, go to admissions, but you can go to the Coastal Carolina University Admissions Office and find out more. Um, you can also go to Ori Georgetown Technical College to find out more. This is available to anyone 60 and older. Do you know anything else about it? Yes, I do. No, you said it perfectly. That's exactly what that program does. And, you know, I was at Coastal Carolina just a few short weeks ago. And, you know, I am so proud of what they are doing because they are meeting South Carolinians where they are in life, right? When I first became Lieutenant Governor Liz, we um, we were only at 42% of our population with secondary degrees and certification, only 42%. It became such a challenge for us that the governor and I and our executive budget put aside $17 million so that, so like, let's say, you know, you graduated, you knew everything. This is what you didn't want to do. Now you've lost your life scholarship for all the areas and disciplines that we knew we were going to be deficient in. You could use those workforce scholarships to get certification or degree in. And, and, you know, Coastal Carolina is actually finding, they, again, they're meeting people where they are, something mm-hmm. very different yeah. um, are, are in our four-year college group, right? Mm-hmm. And they are doing online classes, night classes. They're doing certifications. They are doing um, kind of more like a technical degree, and they're doing their four-year college, you know, bachelor degrees. So they have really understood that if you're working and you have a family Going to traditional school, you know, during the day or evening courses sometimes doesn't work for everybody. Mm-hmm. And so they are meeting them where they are. And I think that is critical. So thank you to them for seeing that need and filling it. And we're making a difference. We need to have our population up in the high 70s, low 80s for the amount of advanced manufacturing and other great industries that we have in our state. And we're doing it. We're inching up. So yeah. I'm very positive about it. Very good. You did a good job representing Ori Georgetown Home Builders Association. So, Lieutenant Governor Pamela Evett, thank you so much for joining our Talk and Trade segment. And again, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas, everybody. And, you know, for all the parents out there, look into it. Look into it and see the great opportunities for your kids. But I got to plug this, Liz. We got to get our kids working. Mm -hmm. That is a huge initiative of mine. If you have a child you know, 15, 16, 17, 18, and they're sitting at home, let's get them working. It'll give them a work ethic that will that will just propel them through life. Uh, and it'll teach them fiscal responsibility, which we all know everybody needs a good refresher course on. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much, uh, Lieutenant Governor. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks so much, guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.